0: What's up, everybody? It's Dorian and Morgan, and this is The, the Rooted, Rooted Life. Life. Welcome back, everybody. We're hey. so excited! Yes, <laughs> so it's kind of crazy. It's like halfway through February. How, bro. I, I don't really
1: understand how time is moving this fast, but um, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm perplexed. I just don't know. I'm like, how are we in month two of 2020? And I think I'm just perplexed too because God really showed out in January. Mm. I'm like, if you could do all this stuff in my heart in one month, what do you have planned for the next 11?
0: Bigger and better.
1: What is he going to (laughs) do?
0: I don't know. Girl, I'm excited. Yeah, you're right about that. The last few weeks have been challenging, but I feel like God is just laying a foundation for the year. Like when you think about it, we're still at the very beginning of a very long year and he's just getting us prepared for all that is going to happen. So I've been just trying to get deeper into my word and Mm -hmm. the Stronger series from Pastor Mike Todd has been showing out at Transformation. So if y'all haven't checked that out, go get it on your podcast, YouTube. (laughs) You need that Stronger series. Mm. But Mo, even though it's only been like two months, barely, (laughs) In 2020 um, You know We both know God doesn't need A lot of time To move Mm. In a major way So how has Your faith walk Shifted Even in just This small amount Of time I
1: think God has just shown me how to give myself more grace. He's just revealed recently how I have issue with perfectionism, which is crazy, because I'm like, I'm about to be 29, how do I not know that about myself? <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Um, but he's just been showing me like, you don't have to be perfect, Morgan. Like, I already sit a perfect one for you. Mm. So there's grace for you to be who you are and to mess up and to forgive yourself. And I think just recognizing that and releasing that need for perfection allows me to receive more of his grace and forgiveness. Um, and that's allowing me to just like tap into a di- like a deeper depth of his unconditional love And it's also deepening my well of grace because I can forgive other people because I don't need them to be perfect either. Like Mm. we can all be messed up and we can have that room um, to make mistakes. And there's there's room for grace. So I'm just learning a lot about myself. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. What about you?
0: Well God has really just been challenging me in my prayer life specifically Mm. so I've shared this before but through the Daniels fast earlier this year I discovered this beautiful thing called the prayer closet (laughs) and I'm like man my prayer life has just significantly changed Mm. and my ability to focus during prayer is really what has increased Mm. Um, and it's beyond establishing that more intimate space he's really challenging me to shift even the way that I pray Mm. and the devotion that I'm studying has talked about um, keep it simple keep it real and keep it up and it's so quick and catchy but it's so easy to comprehend because now as I keep those things in mind when I pray I find myself praying more directly more genuinely Mm -hmm. and then just more consistently so the challenging part about increasing your prayer life is that you don't always see things Uh -uh. move in (laughs) fruition of those prayers just yet so then you kind of have to go the extra level of continuing to
1: trust even when you don't see prayers answered Wow, I think I need that tattooed on my forehead so I can (laughs) remember that. Keep trusting even if you don't see it. And that's crazy because that's just like two things that he's doing in our hearts and that he's showing us out of a list of like a million things that he's doing. So it's crazy that he's done that in just really a month and a half. He just been so good, man. I feel like I could just, oh, uh, just break out in a little praise dance right now. Okay, okay, <laughs>
0: praise dance. Well, hold on on the praise dance and shouting across the room. But speaking of praise, today we are diving into part three of our deeper root
1: series, and the topic is worship. Ooh, nice little segue. Okay, I love <laughs> worship, y'all. Like it's literally my favorite thing to do. Uh, before we jump in, I'm just curious, like. What's your favorite worship song right now? Like, what you listening to? What you worshiping to? Okay, okay. So this might throw a couple people off, but okay. um,
0: right now is this song called I'll Give Thanks by House Fires, which is actually this Christian rock ensemble. Mm-hmm. And it is my current, like, top worship song. Ooh. So the theme of the song is that we can give thanks to God in any circumstance because we trust that he's not only taking care of the situation, but we can trust that he knows exactly what mm. we need. Yeah. And so there's a part in the song that says, God's not worried. Mm. So why do I worry and that just really struck me because I'm like if God's up there chilling (laughs) why am I down here running around with like a chicken with my head cut off right and not just trusting that even if his timeline is slower than mine Mm. I can trust that whatever he wants for my life is actually what's best and so it's a really convicting song but it's such a beautiful testament to just a good and
1: faithful father Girl, I don't know if you know this, but I love that song. It was actually my most played song last year on Spotify. Like, I was listening to it on repeat for, like, weeks. Because I was like, I want to really feel this. Like, the lyrics are good, but I was like, I want to believe that. So I was like, I'm going to keep listening to it until I can actually, like, Mm -hmm. receive that for me. Right now, my favorite song is literally anything off of the Ryan Ellis and uh, Isla Vista album. Mm -hmm. And he has this song that talks about... He goes through multiple battles, but at the end, he's like, I can't even breathe without you. I can't even love without you. Like, I need you so bad that I can't do anything in this world without you. Mm. I cry like a baby basically every time.
0: (laughs) Easy. It's pretty much easy to cry like that. And I'm forever grateful to um, you putting me on the Isla Vista because- Mm. They are so good. That Soul Hymns album with mm. Mark Barlow, I still ride to it at least twice a week. Mm. So y'all, if y'all are looking for a like soulful Jesus vibe, y'all <laughs> gotta look up Isla Vista on whatever music platform you're listening to. Soul Hymns. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mo, I feel like oftentimes people are curious about how a simple song can just move people to tears, mm. and so I would love to just kind of get into why are we even moved to the point of ugly crying, <laughs> and
1: what's really happening for us in those worship moments? I think for me, like worship really taps into the innate desire of our hearts. Like we were created to worship and praise God. And so I think because I think worship's able to take us to a place of tears because we're tapping into our very purpose, our Mm. very nature, like what I was created to do, I get to do in that moment. And I think it just brings like a level of purpose and humility and really a lot of gratitude
0: that's good and I think worship can be less about the music and actually more about the moment that you're experiencing so when we think about worship there are four verbs that I thought were so strong to understand the concept adoration devotion reverence and honor Mm -hmm. and so when I worship God I'm choosing to adore him to devote my time and attention to him Mm -hmm. to reverence him in awe because of all of his glory and to honor his sovereignty in my life Mm -hmm. and this is all separate from you know the dope beats that Mm -hmm. we hear and the catchy chorus but my entire being is really just submitted to God in humility when I'm worshiping him. And I love that worship music specifically is something that just supports and emphasizes that moment with mm-hmm. God. Um, Cause the lyrics are often so boldly and directly
1: speaking out what we're feeling in our hearts. I love what you said about music being more than just a moment. And what I'm hearing both of us say is that like worship is really a posture of our hearts in our lives. It's something more than what we do on Sundays at church with yeah. a crowd of people. It's really like, our lives are walking instruments of worship to our Father. And like Mm -hmm. every day we get the chance to worship Him with how we treat people, how we love people, how we steward our resources, how we live out our purpose is really an opportunity to worship Him and Emily B from the Passion Community said this uh, last week at Community Group. She said, our worship is a witness to the world. Mm. And it made me think about, like, on a daily basis, what is my worship saying to the world about That's the God good, that no. I serve? And it was just so convincing. And I think it's also supported in Romans 12.1 that says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Mm. Mm that's good
0: what you just said about that quote with Emily she is speaking on one of the core values of our church right. that worship is a lifestyle mm-hmm. and so I love that it is about the attitude that we take when mm-hmm. we step outside of the church on Sundays mm-hmm. and sometimes we're making this really complicated but it's really simple like mm-hmm. if worship is our lifestyle then we can think twice about how we're going to act when a co-worker sends us a little passive aggressive CC of the boss on the email mm-hmm. well is my response going to be something that brings honor to God Wow. Or if i'm trying to decide between like okay am i about to binge this netflix show or do i want to spend some time with god in the bible then i can say hmm which of these things is going to show more devotion to god in this moment and so uh i love how matter-of-factly psalms 34 9 comes in
1: and just says worship god if you want the best period wow. uh <laughs> I actually don't know that scripture, never <laughs> heard of it. I need to double check myself. You know that's I, the message version, but Of the way. course, it's, it's <laughs> right the message because it's striking my heart. Mm-hmm. And I love that too because we're always trying to figure out what's the best in life. How do I get the best? How mm. do I get the top? I and mean, like, here's the secret in one word worship me. That's it. With your mouth in your life. Yeah. Uh, I feel convicted. Like, were you in my work inbox this week? No, I think maybe Jesus yeah. just has me yeah. getting Holy a message. To to like, you. Yeah, Morgan, <laughs> the lesson I've been trying to teach you. Here it is in your podcast. Here it is. Received Holy Spirit. I got it. <laughs> uh, and what, I, what I'm what i learning too is like, it looks different. Worship looks different in different seasons. Mm. As I grow and mature, my worship has matured. So like where you are right now um, in your walk with God, what does worship really look like for you?
0: Oh, child. Worship right now <laughs> is obedience. Um, and I am really working on showing reverence to God by first off, like respecting what I hear from him. A Ooh. lot of times I kind of, challenge guy like uh i'm not really sure if i heard it like let me get a little bit of confirmation on top of that to make sure that this is really what you want me to do and he's kind of challenging me back like your mama if i tell you the first time you just need to move on it and so because of that i'm being challenged to just move with a quickness instead of dragging my feet Um, when i hear from him to just be obedient immediately
1: uh i feel like maybe i need <laughs> just to repent right now on the mic. do, we need, do we need to shut we the yeah maybe we should pause the recording so i can <laughs> repent right now in the corner because he is coming for my heart Ooh, father i receive it you're right i was wrong okay holy spirit we, we, you made your point i got you uh for me kind of been on tangent with that is it's looking like devotion um And like really worshiping with my whole being like, Mm. I worship really hard on Sunday. Like I love good worship, but at um, community group this week, the Holy Spirit is like, but do you worship that hard Monday through Saturday or do you just worship hard on a Sunday and like worshiping, um, throughout the week looks like really being obedient. Like that's what my devotion looks like. It's Mm. like, I'm devoted so much to you that I'm going to do everything you tell me to do because Mm -hmm. I love you and want to exalt you so much. Yeah. And so it's more than just what we say. It's really how we're living our lives.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely right. And I think it's, it's just so beautiful that God would even gently kind of push on our mm-hmm. hearts and, and um, you know, just get us together in such a kind way that <laughs> allows us to get more out of worship with him. Like it's still for our benefit it to is. then understand how to get deeper with him. Uh, but what about the moments when we're feeling disconnected from God and worship is kind of starting to feel routine? What do you think we sometimes miss when it comes to
1: worship? I think we just don't understand the power of it. If you look in the Bible, worship is said over 170 times. And I think if we recognize the sheer amount that he said, it must have some importance. And I think it's really a tool that we can use Mm -hmm. instead of an obligation. And I think when we see it as a tool, we can see that God wants to use it to bring us comfort. He brings revelation in worship. He provides us with hope and reassurance. Um, and I know there are times where I've just been so weary and I can worship and I feel like my joy has been restored. I feel mm. like I have my strength again. I'm like, OK, my perspective is back. I get to connect with him. So I think we just don't understand the sheer power of it and yeah. how we can really use it to help keep ourselves motivated and mm. encouraged. So I think a lot of us just need a fresh understanding of what worship really is.
0: Aren't most things like a fresh understanding <laughs> yes, with God? Everything it's like, is- mm, just get your mindset about it together. <laughs> I think, too, our preferences can become a barrier mm. when it comes to worshiping God freely. Mm. and I think this plays out in two ways. Like for me, my preference in music kind of hindered my ability to worship when I first mm-hmm. came to DC. And so because I had a super just gospel and very traditional black church experience mm-hmm. when it came to worship music, coming to Passion was a stark difference. And just being exposed to like the the band that I mentioned earlier or Hillsong mm-hmm. or Bethel, all these different groups that I didn't really know about. And um, I was struggling to connect at first, but I felt like after asking God, like, help me hear, help me see, help me feel you in these um, spaces, then something just stirred up inside of me. And I just felt different going into those places. And I recognized that, like, God doesn't have a preference for praise. And so wow. I don't need to have one either. If his name is being exalted in the wow. space, I should be able to go anywhere and just join in and lifting up my father. Wow.
1: That is convicting. <laughs> he doesn't have a preference for praise. I need that on a teacher. That might be on the next t-shirt. Come on No now. preference for praise. I That's love it. that, mom. <laughs> I think the second part of preferences is
0: really just when we talk about worship being a lifestyle mm. Our preferences in people and jobs and environments, cities or even status can cause us to miss an opportunity to honor God And Joshua 24 24 says we will worship God mm. what he says we will
1: do Wow So when
0: we let our preferences drive our decision making instead of what God wants Then we're disregarding that his plan is superior and supreme over our own
1: Wow <laughs> I'm shook again like I don't even know how to respond because I think this week I was just convicted because I was trying to decide in my own preference who deserves God's grace for me and it's like if I really love God and if my life is a he says present your life as a living sacrifice and I should give him everything Mm. my preference my comfortability what I want it doesn't even matter anymore it's like if you're gonna worship me give me everything Mm -hmm. I don't want just a piece of you I don't want just what feels right like I want all of you. All of it. Uh, so for me, <laughs> just <laughs> convicted because I'm here, again. and I'm just wondering for some of us who might feel like their worship's in a good place, like how do we take our worship to that next level? Well
0: we can never forget how big God is. Mm. Job 36, 26 said, God is greater than we can understand. Mm. So even when we feel like we're in a good place, that may be true that we've come to an open (laughs) and intimate relationship with God and worship. Mm. There's always an opportunity to to go deeper because God is so much more vast than anything that we could ever Mm. understand. And so I would just encourage us all to just keep asking God to reveal newness to us in our worship lives. Um, Sometimes when I pray that prayer, a a song will hit me different Something that mm. I've heard over and over. Yep. I'll hear a new lyric and I'm like, ooh, that got me, God. <laughs> or, you know, I'll read over an old scripture and it'll resonate in a new way. So as long as we continue to display a willingness to go deeper, I mm-hmm. believe that God
1: increases our capacity to receive. Ooh, that is so true. I think even kind of tagging along with that, what took my worship to the next level was kind of just like starting where I was. And for mm-hmm. me, that was like being in the balcony of the Howard Theater at passion in mm-hmm. the corner with you, just like crying. Yes. Um, uh-huh. and even when i didn't feel like it and even when i wasn't like i'm about to cry now like even when i didn't think those lyrics were for me i'm like i'm just going to sing it until i know like he means that for me and yeah. so for me it was like wherever i'm at i'm just going to worship you and i'm learning too that like even with my preference, like I can't wait to feel like it to worship him. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for him to fulfill the promise. I Like, no, I'm going to worship you when I'm mad. Yep. Ain't nothing like worshiping God when you disappointed in him. Ooh. Something about that worship be feeling different. Cause it's like, God, it, it's actually difficult to worship you. It's hard. And I'm learning when I push past that difficulty, when I push past like my comfort, my preferences, I feel like those are the moments when I really get to connect with him. Mm. Secondly, for me, it's just like leaving room for God to move how he wants um, in my worship and Sometimes I think worship is going to be one thing. And sometimes he's just convicted me. And he's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, that thing you said last week to your coworker, that wasn't it. Mm -hmm. That wasn't grace. I ain't forgotten. I'm like, dang, God, I thought we was having a moment. He's like, we are. I'm your father. Let me fix this. Um, And sometimes he whispers lyrics to me. Sometimes he just confirms his love for me. Sometimes it feels like his arms are just wrapped around me. Mm. But I want him to move how he wants in worship. And so for me, it's like, one, starting where I'm at. And then two, just like, God, whatever you want to do in this moment, just do it.
0: Yeah. I like the the start where you are because it looks like so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, people think that you have to be out in public or in church, you know, for that worship moment yeah. to happen. You don't know how many times right here in this living Mm -hmm. room, I will be like, you know what, Dorian? I think you need a little moment with God today. (laughs) Like literally last week, I had to leave work early on Monday Mm -hmm. because I had such a frustrating day. Mm -hmm. I said, my spirit is not right. I'm going to go home. I sat here and I read the Bible and listened to music for three hours and just like connected with him. And to your Mm -hmm. point of felt like his arms were wrapped around you. Mm -hmm. Like I felt, I just wept because I felt like he was hugging me. Like, it's okay. I know it was a tough day, but like. That connection back to him mm-hmm. that worship brings us is so important. Ooh, so um, just a recap of all the things that we have said. <laughs> so, we can use worship to express adoration, devotion, reverence, and honor. Mm-hmm. We can make worship a lifestyle. Uh, we can make it less about the music and mm-hmm. more about a moment with God. And we can
1: just make time to worship him daily and especially when you don't really feel like it. I think just one more thing I would add to is just recognizing um, that worship's going to look different. Like, it's not always, like you said, it's not He's just jumping up and down in front of people sometimes it's like in my heart at work i'm just like god i want to like exalt you right now like just telling him how good he is can be yeah. worship. you don't even have to you don't have to have music to worship him That's you can good. just tell him with your voice like you're good you're faithful you're just mm-hmm. um and so i think it's just recognizing that it's going to look different it's really about a heart posture it's not necessarily about being the loudest or more most expressive but it's really like this is an opportunity to exalt my father and i'm going to do it whether i'm in church in my car, loving my coworkers. Mm. Um, And so for those of y'all who want to continue to just take your worship to the next level, like we said, you can start where you are, pray to God about it, Mm -hmm. um, start listening to worship albums, and also talk to other mature believers who can help you have a better understanding.
0: Mm, Such good advice, Mo Well, part three of our Deeper Root series is a wrap, y'all So we hope y'all found this episode helpful about worship And hope y'all will tune in for part four Which is coming on Wednesday, March 11 We're going to be talking about ways to deepen our faith In the areas of generosity and serving Ooh, that's
1: going to be good Yeah, I already feel like he's going to convict me on that (laughs) Uh, So go ahead and follow us on Rooted Life Podcast On Insta if you haven't already And give us five stars on Apple
0: All right, y'all, we're standing with you We're believing for deeply rooted worship lives this year So y'all have a great week and know that we love y'all stay Stay rooted. rooted.